0: Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend Enfuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. We've got the show's namesake. Wait, BJ Shea's on assignment, he's not here Echo, echo <laughs> um. <laughs> But running the boards is Joey Dees Hi On today's show, we will talk about the black hole that happened at Fortnite And what happened afterwards We'll get some television reviews from Vicky and myself about Ooh. various programs I think almost all of them are on Netflix <laughs> And then of course, the Geek Sheet with Vicky B Vicky, where can people get a hold of you? Well, and us, we and get everyone
1: Get a hold of us via our website bjgeeknation.com because it's gonna have all our podcast info and more More. Um, or just bjgeeknation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, radio.com and iTunes to find us.
0: all of those things and if you want to check out what the Board Game Alliance which uh, puts out episodes on every Tuesday and maybe some other special guests and more, we are participating in Extra Life this year if you don't know what Extra Life is it is a twenty five-hour, because of the old time difference there, gaming uh, marathon, I guess is the best way to put that, where it is all proceeds for it for donations. We're collecting donations, and people are across the country for the Children's Miracle Network, which is helping out uh, local children's hospitals, and a lot of the times it's helping kids uh, get them something that helps take their mind off of the BS that they have to deal with while spending a lot of time in the hospitals. And so this is a 25-hour donation marathon, in which people are gaming for the straight time. So that means people like Vicky, Mm -hmm. people like Joe and BJ and Sean and Josh from the BGA, and more people will be hanging out at Zulu's Board Game Cafe in Bothell. We'll also be on Twitch, which uh, helps a lot if you're going to stay at home like myself and maybe just put some donations out there for the guys to do something silly, have some fun with all of this, because, I mean, to be perfectly honest, it's for a good cause. Mhm. Everyone's going to be out there board gaming, doing some silly things. And last year, it was a lot of fun. We, uh, Well, I was able to make you guys do some silly stuff, and it's one of the best parts about it all. I'm glad
1: I wasn't there for it, for that part. Uh, (laughs) We are going to have costumes, decorations, and really fun stuff going around. Some of the games we're playing, raffles, so much good stuff that you guys could win. If you guys are in the area, please drop by and say hi.
0: Yeah, and because Zulu's Board Game Cafe also has an awesome, like, it's a cafe. So it's got awesome food, but they're going to have special, specific items that will be uh, helping out because a lot of the proceeds on those will be going towards the the Children's Miracle Network. Pulled pork, mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And
1: some delicious sausage. See, I love those things.
0: I'm going to have to come up, aren't
1: I? Yeah, <laughs> oh, because man. we're also going to be doing playtesting and there's just, it's going to be so much fun. So please come check it out.
0: Absolutely. And like I said, if you're maybe, in, if you're not in the state and you can't road trip all the way up here for this whole thing, uh, it'll be on Twitch. All of the information is available on our Facebook page. Also, links for uh, you to give donations to both the BGA and uh, BJ Shays Geek Nation in itself. So if you want to help out either or, you can do so. One of my favorite things is, though, is to make donations during the Twitch stream and then demand demand something from the people out there mm-hmm. playing whether it's like i want bj to suddenly if he rolls a d6 for the next 10 minutes i want a minus three modifier on all mm. of his rolls oof yeah i mean maybe that's one we off, like to know. see him lose or yeah, make, exactly yeah 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 or
1: make bj speak in a Russian or British accent for ten minutes. G-
0: that's going to be torture for all of you. you will be happy to do the British <laughs> accent, and, <laughs> and you guys are going to have to deal with that. So maybe I will do that. Maybe mm. I'll do that again. November second and third. Get all the information at the uh, Facebook page. Just search for BJJ's Geek Nation. It's pinned towards the top. You can get the information on the event itself. There's one where you can click, you know, the interested or going, and get all of that stuff right there. Moving on from that, Joe, this was kind of interesting in terms of what is happening in the video game world. Fortnite started off, and it was it was an okay game. People were like, okay, this is kind of neat. It started more of like a like a tower defense type of game. Yeah, kind of a cross between a battle royale type game and Minecraft. Yeah, and then they went full on battle royale, and this was the one that really started the surge where all the kids ended up playing, it became immensely popular just for the hundred person. Island, last person standing, you'll be fighting until it's done. I think it has to do with the dancing. Yeah, a lot of Fortnite dances, which is one of those things where you see if you see a kid kind of like spazzing out in the middle of a like a restaurant or something like that, he's probably doing a Fortnite dance. Don't he's worry about it.
2: <laughs> is that where flossing came uh, from? Essentially, I mean, it, there's been a lot of forms of flossing, but that's the one that got real popular. Yeah. That
1: one and I think a kid dancing next to Katy, Katy Perry. It was weird.
2: Yeah, yeah. So uh, a lot of
0: those interesting things kind of came forth from that. Uh, but suddenly, without warning, a couple weeks ago, Fortnite, well, I guess there was kind of Warning because everyone kind of expected it. Suddenly, the entire map of Fortnite, while people were playing, got sucked into a black hole. They blew up the planet. They blew up the entire planet. To make this even more interesting was that they kept it for a while, where the game itself, you would log into it and it would just be a black
2: hole. Yeah, it was so odd. They all they were like, we have a big announcement to do it, say like 7 p.m. And all of a sudden it was the announcement was you can't play the game. Yeah. Which I mean, in this day and age, I was like, well, that's a bold strategy. People <laughs> yeah. love playing this game. And it was building up this
0: in- anticipation. And like there have been there have been like gifs out there of people showing what happened when they did the reveal, where people were just cheering when it happened. And what came to be is now they have Fortnite. Chapter 2. Now, do you have any
2: news or information about what the hell this even means? I know they added a lot of uh, gameplay things. I know they have a respawner now and a new map, uh, but other than that, I think it was just a great marketing (laughs) ploy. Yeah, and that's I mean, it goes back to having it's funny because
0: it's Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 1 Battle Pass, which is the same thing that they did with Apex Legends where they have the Battle Passes so you can get extra things. Uh, They did have new gameplay features including fishing, swimming, and new vehicles to utilize like boats and the uh, pogo stick. So uh, that'll be kind of interesting. The big thing with everyone, new player emotes because you can coordinate dances with your friends. Oh, yeah. (sighs) That's the kids these days. They love it. Yeah, and they've got new weapons and it's... The thing is, is that I think that they did something really smart with Fortnite, which was we're not going to have this be a pay to win. You're not going to get the coolest gun if you can spend the most money. It's all essentially skins. So if you want the cool Thanos skin that they had for a while, then you could pay money for it. If you want that sweet new dance, you can pay money for it. And that's kind of how you show off your prestige in the game is like, oh, yeah, I got this sweet dance over here. And then everyone's just dancing around a corner and then someone blows them all up. Pretty much.
2: I, mean, <laughs> I, I think the best part about the game is it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's more about the overall experience with you and your friends. Like, what do people do in most video games? Well, they want to hang out. They want to build forts. They want to shoot people. And then they want to kind of like dance and meme around for a while. And this captures all of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a, oh man, I I, I was sitting there on my computer just doing some work, and I'm like, why is everyone watching this black hole on Fortnite? (laughs) What is going on on Twitch? And the best part is I'm looking it up online, and I can't find any information. Nothing. And
0: it literally broke Twitch and Twitter viewing records. Like, people were just staring at a black hole, waiting for something to happen. Yeah, so major success, and I hear the new map's good, so... I haven't heard anything bad about it, other than the fact that it was a little bit of a delay for people to get on because, I mean, to be perfectly honest, when a game is this popular and servers go down and then suddenly they they come up, there's going to be a mad rush to play again. And you probably know that dealing with World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft, EverQuest, smashing buttons, just try to get in. Am I going to get in? No.
2: That was me on Diablo when one of your four friends could get in and everyone else is like, come on, (laughs) man. Uh, So uh, if you love Fortnite, it's back for Chapter 2. I mean, it wasn't that
0: long of a for the black hole but it was like a couple days maybe a week or so like they really they knew how to build up that anticipation yeah it was great moving on from that uh, Vicky
1: mm-hmm. you've been
0: watching uh, a bunch of Netflix shows
1: yep instead of cleaning and doing what i need to do
0: well congratulations on that you know your geek (laughs) priorities on that one of these you said that you really loved and it started as a short yes raising dion
1: yep i'm sure you guys have seen this i think i've either seen it online and or like before a movie Mm -hmm. i think i saw it in the theaters and it came out in 2015 and it was a short based off the graphic novel by the same name and they finally made it into a netflix series and it came out a little while ago. I don't know why I didn't catch this, but it's actually it's really really good. I got sucked in. I'm like, I'm gonna watch an episode. I got sucked in and watched the whole thing in a day.
2: Oh, out of no,
0: out of everybody, you are the person who's most likely to binge something mm-hmm. like this. And so it's fun just knowing that you care enough to keep watching mm-hmm. the show. Uh, is it an hour long uh, episode each? Uh,
1: about 50 minutes. Okay. And okay. Nine episodes.
0: Wow! So you really, literally spent an entire day, like nine hours, yeah.
2: doing that. I mean, that.
1: I did do some laundry and did some stuff in the middle while watching it, but not <laughs> as much as I would have liked. Um, we have Jason Ritter, who is the son of um, John Ritter. Yeah,
0: he's been in a lot of stuff. Actually. In, yeah, a
1: few things randomly. I know like, I saw him in an episode of Girls, and I was sitting there like, "Who is this guy? I know this guy." Yep. Uh, Alicia Wainwright plays the the role of Nicole Warren, which is the mom. She's raising Dion. Um, basically what happens is that she is a single mother, because her husband has passed away, played by Michael B. Jordan,
0: oh. who also produced
1: this. Oh, um, And so she then discovers that her son, who's about to turn like eight or nine years old, has superpowers. And oh, she's wow. trying to figure out how to raise him, how to deal with it, what to do. Because, I mean, he's a little kid, and he's learning how to use these powers, and the more she starts digging into it, the more she starts realizing that other stuff might be going on as well. And what I love about it, after watching the whole season, I will say, it's one of those shows that, oh, I know what's going to happen. This, mm-hmm. is, this is like every other show. This is what's going to happen. But how are they going to get to it? I completely was caught off guard. Really? I was not expecting the big thing at the end.
0: And I've been really trying not to even read anything about mm-hmm. this because every article is mentioning something big happening yes. that you don't expect. So I would say at this point, go in and watch it. Mm-hmm. See if the first couple episodes are something for you. Like Joe said before, if it doesn't get to you, it doesn't get to you. Um, but then at that point don't look up stuff online no. because it's the internet and everyone's going to be speculating on stuff like this. I've noticed that people will be talking about a thing that they don't expect, but no one is like in the headlines to get clickbaity. They're not spoiling it right away on that end, but just to be on the safe, sp- safe side... Don't look stuff up.
1: And what I love though is normally they'll get actors that are older to play much younger. So for high school movies or TV shows, they'll have twenty, one year olds, even thirty year olds if they look young enough to play sixteen, seventeen year olds. Yeah, and then fun. like when it's an eight-year-old, they usually get like a twelve or thirteen year old to play him, but the way he talks and all the other like kids in his school they seem like little kids, but he's, they're still doing a great job acting. But they That's, sound like little kids.
0: That was the one thing I'd always, I'm always kind of leery about. Is like when little kids are acting, mm-hmm. sometimes it can be real rough. Unless you get those diamonds in the rough that are just like they they were born actors. Um, a lot of the times, kids are going to be a little a little harder to kind of get into the mode of the characters. But you feel that this is a this is really good.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's a there's a character named Esperanza, which is Dion's best friend, which he wasn't too fond of that at the beginning (laughs) and she's this sassy little girl in a wheelchair and like even though she you know has this disability apparently in real life she started a company called disability shirts uh she's just this badass little girl and she's just so sassy and there's a lot of she's very smart and not in the oh my god you're the brainy sidekick kind of way she just kind of points out it's like oh no you're invisible and i know what that's like Mm -hmm. I know what it's like to be invisible Mm -hmm. but she becomes like his ally in this and it's she's awesome she does steal the scene sometimes uh definitely watch the show I want to know what you guys think and I need somebody to talk to this uh, talk about it because <laughs> I just want to see what they what you guys think at the end
0: yeah
2: I,
1: like, yeah watch need it to so watch it, talk about it. Uh,
0: it's getting 80% on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics mm. and the average audience score is 75% both are very good so uh, you said like what nine episodes nine episodes a little less than an hour each uh, for most people I mean you can do it in a couple of days for someone who can binge it like Vicky maybe a day
1: yeah <laughs> it was it was easy to watch for sure one
0: of the the show, I'm a person who doesn't necessarily like to watch uh, things and binge them. Uh, it's gotta be something really good, or something that I can just, a lot of sitcom type things that are like a half hour long, like I'll binge nailed it because, well, whatever. It's just people like screwing up baking stuff, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. A show that I didn't intend on binging, but ended up doing so. It's got eight episodes, but also, I don't have the stamina uh, that Vicky does to be able to sit down and watch mm-hmm. those like this. These are only about a half hour long, but it was fan fantastic and uh, I'd like to say that I essentially got sucked into watching a somewhat geeky four hour rom com starring everyone's favorite Paul Rudd. It's called Living with Yourself. Oh, I've seen hmm. commercials for this on Netflix. Dude, it's really good. It is really good. And it's one of those ones where you don't know what to expect, but it is a, a little bit of geeky stuff on it with cloning. So what happens is, and this is like with the trailers and everything, and even with like the first episode of gets it out of the way. Uh, Dude's in a rut. Paul Rudd, he's working for a company. He's just, it's like that office space where he's just like, I'm just not feeling it, man. I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. I'm kind of over it. There's been some burnout, which is you'll realize later on why. And then he's like, he talks with his coworker and his coworkers just totally nailing it. And he's like, dude, you used to suck at everything. What happened? He's like, oh, I went to the spa. And he's like, okay, well, the spa turns out to clone you. Of course. Hmm. Yeah, right? Because and, it, and it's interesting because it's illegal cloning, because cloning is illegal everywhere. But now all of a sudden, there is suddenly two Paul Rudds. One is the perfect version, because what they do with the cloning is they, quote unquote, scrub the DNA. Like this is like, I don't know what the like realistic things are on this, but they scrub him. So he's perfect eyesight, like, you know, like 18s across the board, strength, stamina, charisma, like everything is just like the best, the perfect version of him. Unfortunately, there's still the imperfect version of him running around as well. Whoops. (laughs) So you get into that sixth day sort of thing where you've got two of them going around trying to figure out what's going on. It reminds me a lot of the Santa Clarita diet. The writing is sharp. The writing is Hmm. funny. The actors are amazing. Paul Rudd recently just did a hot ones oh, interview yeah. where he talks about doing the role with that. I, I, I suggest you watch that just because it's him eating just like hot food. And it's really hilarious. <laughs> he also shows you how to take a butt selfie with your hand. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> just I'll leave it at that. Just go ahead and watch it <laughs> because it's really good. But this show is just it's it's amazing. And a lot of the times you'll get something like maybe like a Gemini Man, which is kind of a big old flop, uh, where you get an actor playing two roles, twins or however which way you want to do it, clones, and it kind of falls flat. This doesn't at all. It doesn't feel distracting. A lot of the times, you forget they're the same actor, because you've got perfect version, and then you got run-down version, and they look different. And a lot of times, it's kind of hard to tell that. And uh, the... Actress that it plays his wife is I'm probably gonna murder the name. It's Aisling B. Who she is an Irish actress and she is amazing. The I want to say the three of them because it's two Paul Reds and her. Like the interactions with all that is really amazing. The acting is top notch. It's a really good show, about a half hour each for each of the eight episodes. And after each episode, I was like, well, I'm gonna keep watching this. Like getting into the fourth episode, I didn't know how. How many were left so I'm like oh there's only eight yeah we're gonna keep watching this we're gonna finish this because I need to it's a good story. Yeah, there's nothing I haven't seen Paul Rudd in that I don't enjoy. Right? Like, he's really good in his stuff, and I don't under— Like, he's a good actor. Like, straight up, he's just a good actor, and that's kind of where you're going with it. And so it's mildly geeky. It's more rom com but at the same point, Paul Rudd is really good at this. They have some fun with pseudoscience and getting into it that sort of way. And it's just—it's good all around. Paul Rudd interacting with another Paul Rudd just seems like it makes good comedy. Yeah, and it does. It is really good. Uh, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. So definitely, uh, I would say, check that out. Uh, Vicki. Yes. Coming back to you, Mm -hmm. because you sent me a link to this trailer, and I haven't watched it yet, but it has... Muppets, mm-hmm. not only Muppets, but horror Muppets. Like this was, I think this is just perfect for like the Halloween spooky times. Right.
1: So there's only one season of this. It's called the Curious Creations of G- Christine McConnell, and if you follow her, she has a huge following on Instagram. And they gave her this show, and it's kind of a sitcomy park cooking show, um, kind of an Adams Family meets the Muppets feel. Okay. And basically, the story behind it is that uh, Christine McConnell has her big spooky house, and she lives with all these crazy creatures. Like, uh, you have Rose, who is a roadkill raccoon that she brought back to life. (laughs) Okay. Uh, you also have Rankle, which is a mummy of an aged Egyptian cat, and she yeah. found him in an antique store and read that's... a spell and brought him back to life. Okay,
0: that's the one I really loved.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he's S- so sassy, sassy
0: mummy cat. And
1: he's like, oh yeah, he's just he's such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Edgar, who is this werewolf that we meet in the first episode, like that gets dropped off on on her doorstep, and now like she brought him to live with her. And there's a bunch of other kooky uh, monsters that we only see a little bit of, like Millie, who's a creature like a big old octopusy creature that lives in the refrigerator that you only see its tentacle. Arm pop out and then, like, just close the refrigerator door on the way out. <laughs> it, it's very silly. She does some really badass cake direct uh, creations and shows you how to do them. I think because we're in the world of how Facebook and everything is so quick that cooking shows, I don't, I mean, I'd have, I'd li- love to look at the statistics on this, but. I don't think they're as popular as they used to be. Yeah. Because we have like the BuzzFeeds and the Tasties of the world that literally just show you the video in quick time. Yeah. In like two minutes, you have your recipe and it's fun to watch cooking shows you know you have to be a little bit more invested so I think that's probably why they went with this route of making it almost like a sitcom mm-hmm. well even the characters while she's trying to make this cake or make a whole decorative uh, gift basket for her neighbors because the neighbors were complaining that they're too loud at night <laughs> but then you know we got rankle and rose kidnapping the neighbor that was complaining and they were gonna you know murder him <laughs> With wow. like, Force. but it's like you know, with like those old silly, uh, whatever those, those swinging knife thingy, okay? Yeah, like
0: yeah, they're yeah, yeah, the yeah. They're trying to build it, yeah, they're trying to build it and
1: everything. She's like, guys. Like we have to, we're going to kill him with kindness. It's like, oh, but that <laughs> takes too long.
0: And it's, this is this is actually about a year old.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I I literally just popped up on my feed. Unfortunately, there is no season two. Uh, I think she's doing some other stuff that might be on YouTube that you can check out. I think she's trying to raise money for. Um, yeah. but just follow her on Instagram. She is gorgeous. She also teaches you how to make a dress, do patterns for that. Like it's just a little bit of everything of what she loves.
0: And it looks like she has a Patreon, so it's mm-hmm. one of those things where she's moving on, kind of like that sort of thing. And I feel, yeah, with something like a Netflix, it's a six-episode series, Mm -hmm. like kind of a one-and-done sort of thing to throw that out there. It was fun. Yeah, and maybe it doesn't need more of that. Maybe she just needs more specific, like a YouTube or like the Patreon Mm -hmm. to do that. Because, yeah, I I, I, like when I was talking about, yeah, I'll I'll sit there and I'll watch nailed it because it's Mm -hmm. a quick thing. I'm not looking to learn how to make something. If I want to do that, I can do that online just as easy.
1: Right. I mean easy as a relative well thing, but, I
0: mean yeah. yeah I can watch it and then <laughs> I will watch it and not make it because I can't make it
1: it's funny because like there's some things on here that are easier to make like that she shows how to make but for the most part you're not going to make most of this stuff mm-hmm. they're just way too time consuming and complicated and I feel like you could but who is, that's just a novice is going to go out of their way to buy all these ingredients and tools to make this giant gingerbread house from scratch with all the modeling chocolate and all these things but if you're just watching it to watch it it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's super silly. I love the the Muppets, which apparently they worked with uh, Wilshire Studios and the Henson Alternative, which is an arm of the Jim Henson Company. So, oh, wow.
0: Um, and yeah. they look really good. And that was the one yes. thing, too. Like. You'll see some of these, and sometimes they kind of look like Mister Rogers puppets, which are terrifying. No, nope. these are—I mean, they are terrifying because it's like a um, ancient Egyptian mummy cat and like a werewolf and some other weird, creepy things. But it's kind of a fun, cute,
1: creepy. Mm-hmm. Huh? It, it's very much like that Adam's Family. Like, yeah, oh, it's cute. There's more color than the Adam's Family house, but it's still all creepy vibe. Yeah, skulls. She shows you how to make uh, shrunken uh, voodoo heads. <laughs> like, now- I think out of cake. <laughs> now
0: I, I know you're not really super stoked about horror movies or scary stuff. A lot of the times, this didn't really bother you and that sort of thing. You think like, what do you think the the age range of uh, of someone watching this? Would it be good for like like tweens or something uh, along those lines? Or you think there, a little bit older? There's
1: some suggestive uh, uh, comments here and there, but I mean, maybe an older teenager would be fine with it. Right uh, on. The only time it really freaked me out, she made edible brown recluse spiders. Oh
0: yeah, not a and spider she, fan.
1: She took a bite out of. It. I'm like, no, no, no. They <laughs> just look so real. I mean, I'm like, no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> I love it. I just love the f- I, 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 I'll be perfectly honest. I love it when Vicky gets freaked out about stuff. Yep. It's like, yep, yep, spiders, eat them. Eat nope, nope, nope. nope. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Vicki, since you're still around, it is time for
2: The Geek Sheet with Vicki B.
0: Vicki, dare I ask what's going on in your mind?
1: Okay, so I've been really excited. I actually recently rewatched all of the Orville just in, in the background. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because I realized I really love the series. It's a good
0: series, but...
1: And I never... I'm like, okay, well, I don't remember every episode, so I just started playing it in the background. I got a new roommate moving in. All right, so we've all been- right. Her and I are the organizational team.
0: Oh. So we are
1: like perfecting every every. So you're getting item. everything
0: yes. set up, redone in the house. Yes. You got it rolling in the background so yep. you can just kind of watch it as it's going around. All right. All right. Okay. That's cool. That's fine.
1: And I'm so excited because they've officially launched uh, filming for the third season, which is expected to premiere in the late 2020. I'm, wow. But I think uh, I've all uh, but the but way
0: a, caught up with all of them.
1: But apparently, it's only, I think it's only going to premiere on Hulu, not Fox. That's what this article saying.
0: That is huh. interesting because... Because I mean, it's Seth MacFarlane, and he is essentially like, Fox's golden boy, right? Like
1: between Family Guy and American Dad, and, and every other offshoot of those. We're not going to talk about Cleveland Show, no, no, no.
0: <laughs> or like, I mean, I think there's another one coming out that maybe he doesn't have an, uh have a hand in, but it's an animated thing. I wouldn't be surprised. I really like The Orville and mm-hmm. I've been telling people um if you like with Star Trek Discovery that is something that is going along the same lines and keeping up with the mythos of the Star Trek universe mm-hmm. but if you want something that's more akin to Star Trek the Next Generation watch The Orville because that's what it is it's huh. basically Star Trek the Next Generation
1: It's it's a lot of fun. I'm trying to get my dad to watch it but he's very He's very, like, I like the things, the, I like how things used to be. <laughs> <laughs> is it science
0: like, next-gen, or just more, like, uh... It's a bit more diplomacy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do have, because of the better graphics now, there's a little bit more in terms of, like, ship combat, but it is essentially, like, they're trying to get through, uh, it was, you know, seek out new life and new civilizations and deal with them in a way that is more diplomatic than, say, the original series would be, or any of the other Star Treks that didn't necessarily watch a whole lot. Got it. Uh, where they're trying to bring action into This is lessons learned for the week. And a lot of the times it's dealing Mm -hmm. with stuff that is happening in uh, the now times uh, and just related to aliens as
2: opposed Mm -hmm. to other races,
1: which is kind of what Star Trek started off to be. Yeah. Uh, no, I really dig it. If you haven't watched it, Joe, I recommend it. Yeah.
2: I'll have to check that out. And You did say season three, right? Yeah, well, but it's yeah, coming
1: out next year. Yeah.
0: yeah, and they've got season one and two. What are you on watching Hulu. on Hulu? So I mean, uh, I mean, you should probably just get your own Hulu thing and uh, you know, <laughs> set up uh, maybe for Disney Plus. So many get that accounts. whole thing there. You know, uh,
1: funny thing about uh, Disney Plus, some information going on. What's that? Apparently, you know the co- company you know behind Disney Plus, you know. Disney. Disney. <laughs> uh, they're creating a bunch of buzz. So November 12th is when we're going to be getting Disney Plus. And you already uh, pre-ordered, I already, right? the
0: yep, pre-ordered for the year. And so I'll have that for the first year. And everyone, It's, it's the first week is going to be free. Mm-hmm. So you can sign up and get it for a week free. And for starting now, it's six ninety nine a month to get you. And I mean, that's going to be the introductory prize. So uh, I just try to get locked in for a year. If I don't like it at the end of the year, I'll be fine. But there's going to be a year's worth of content. And
1: I hear really good things about The Mandalorian. Yeah. like I, What I didn't realize until I think yesterday, that The Mandalorian is played by... Um, Oh my God! What's his name? I'm totally blinking. She on his still name. didn't
2: realize it. No, his, <laughs> I'm
1: blinking his name because I keep wanting to call him Oscar Isaac. It's not Oscar Isaac. He got his eyes poked out by the mountain in Game of Thrones. Oh
0: yes, oh, Adrian oh. Pascal.
1: Is it? It's, it's something Pascal.
0: Yeah, yeah, Pascal. Yeah, Pascal. Uh
1: anywho. I'm excited for Disney Plus, but apparently a uh, website called Reviews.org wants to hire Disney fanatics to watch 30 Disney movies in 30 days.
0: Ooh, dude, is it a specific list of 30 movies? Uh, While you look at that, also, it's Pedro Pascal.
1: Pedro, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, well, here's the thing. Here are the perks about doing this. For one, I'm like, I could totally do this. Mm -hmm. I'd do this anyways. Uh, Perks will include a $1,000 payday. Nice. A one-year subscription to Disney Plus. All right. And a Disney-themed movie watching kit. Ooh. Ooh. Really? Yep. Here's what the website says. Do you sing along with your kiddos when they belt out "Let It Go," or maybe when you're alone in the shower? Oh, there you go. Is Halloween the perfect time to live out your dreams of becoming a pretty princess or spectacular superhero? It is for me. We think you'd be the perfect fi- uh, perfect for the job. So you apply, you fill out a questionnaire, and submit a video review of your favorite Disney movies. Oh,
0: man, I got to do a video. That's a lot of work.
1: Actually, it's those are fun. I tried to do this. They had something similar for Friends. They try to find somebody to watch. It was like sixty hours worth of Friends in a month. <laughs> And I totally signed up for it. I made a video and everything. They didn't pick me.
0: No. no. See, that's the whole thing. I don't want to make a video. I'm too lazy. Yeah. So. I mean, I just
1: did a Facebook Live and I was like, I'm taking my quiz on all, like, all French trivia. Did and just you get, showing like 100%? Knowledge. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, like one take.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> it's like I want, live.
2: My one take would just be me with someone across the table and be like, Joey doesn't share food. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I love this because it's like, here are some more details on who'd be a perfect fit. Must be age 18 or older. Must be a U.S. citizen or permanent resident. Me. Must be swift as the coursing river with all the force of a great typhoon. Okay, we're totes joking about the last one.
0: Okay, cool, because I what? don't get that reference.
1: Oh.
2: What? Oh. Which
0: one? Mulan. Okay, yeah, I didn't see Must Mulan. Be swift
1: as a coursing river. Okay, anyways. okay, okay, thanks. Um, but yes, definitely sign up if you think you can do this. You can watch like Hundred One Dalmatians. If I, 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 I like Hundred One yeah.
0: Dalmatians, I love Beauty and the Beast. I love Aladdin, I, I The think, Lion King. I got halfway through it. I love the first part.
1: <laughs> I think uh, you can watch any of the ones you want, but they give you a Ooh. list of uh, of some picks for you, like Aladdin. I Boy love meets Aladdin. World. Lilo and Stitch.
0: Idiot! We've all got swords!
1: Well, until next time, guys. (laughs) Stay nerdy.